Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast. Today we are wrapping up our week of talking about assessments and what today's topic is all about is your specific injuries. How do you fix them? We get a lot of questions asked in our Movement Mastermind about specific injuries and what needs to be done and today we're going to give you the answers. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's time to rock. If you're new to the tribe, Rich is behind the mix. This is me at the table, Rad Burmeister, and we are Unity Gym experts are turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. You can get daily coaching by us, plus our Epic Foundations Prep Program and Revolutionary Structural Balance Blueprint to create your ideal program and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, use the link in the description to get your first month free. Now, before we get started, a warm welcome if you're on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. Leave a comment and we'll send you some love. Remember that anyone can join and interact. And lastly, a shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you like what you hear. How are you today, Richie? Good, Rad. I'm good. I'm just uh, hoping my microphone's set to the uh, correct volume and everything. We do a lot of different um, podcasts here when I'm on and off the show, so hopefully I'm coming in loud and clear. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. So today's show, listen, guys, today's show has been inspired by two questions that were asked in our UMS Movement Mastermind. And I want to uh, address the, uh, the underlying issue here. So what we want to do is I, I want to move away from the topic of, you know, how do I assess to, to find out if I'm weak or strong or need work on this? And, you know, I've got these injuries. What's the specific thing I need to do? I want to talk about a general approach that can prevent anyone from getting injured in the first place. So We've got one question here, which is, I finally have a diagnosis for my nerve issue in my foot. I have Morton's neuroma. Is there any exercise I can do to improve this in any way? Thanks. And then another question by a different member. I think I've done something to my shoulder and namely the rotator cuff. Can anyone recommend any stretching to help my rehab? Now, the first thing that I wanna say is blanket statement for anybody with injuries and if you're looking for advice on the internet, be very, very careful about getting advice by just asking questions on a Facebook group. You really need to go, if you've got an injury, you need to go and get a, uh, a diagnosis by a professional and you need to have a, um, yeah, you need to get somebody telling you uh, what's going on. And it sounds like that's what our first uh, subscriber has done. They, they have a diagnosis for the nerve issue in the foot. <coughs> now, first, first things first, I've never heard of Morton's neuroma, so I cannot give any specific advice on how to deal with that. On the other hand, I can give very specific advice for a rotator cuff injury and any injury in general. And I wanna just quickly address the idea, the notion of, I think I've done an injury, what stretches should I do? You should never stretch an injury. Stretching is one of the most counterproductive things you can do for the healing process. The, when you've had an injury, if it's a soft tissue injury, like for starters, um, stretching a joint injury, like if something's been done to the ligaments or the tendons or anything, then stretching is gonna be disastrous. But uh, because you think about it, you've done, you've done an injury to the connective tissue 
and you're while it's trying to heal you're tr you're pulling it apart by stretching now what goes on in the muscle is easier to understand and it's pretty much the same thing if you've torn a muscle the muscle's trying to regrow it's trying to reform and repair the tear and the act of stretching pulls the tear apart it opens it up again so do not try to stretch a uh, a torn muscle now here's what i wanted to talk about with today's show people are always looking for what is the one thing that i can do to fix this injury or the one thing that i can do to fix this issue and you're generally speaking you're missing the underlying issue which is what caused the injury in the first place and almost every injury that we see that's a chronic injury or an acute injury sometimes not so much with acute injuries sometimes you can it can just be a freak accident that caused you to break a bone or tear something or you know whatever it was but almost all chronic injuries are a um not enough load tolerance it, it, it's something that comes from overuse of an area which means if you were stronger, if that area of your body was more robust or if the system was more robust, you would have been able to handle the load and you wouldn't have developed a, a chronic injury or even an acute injury. So the idea, the notion that, um, you know, of course when people are, people are in this state of being injured, they want to know what can I do right now that's gonna fix this one issue. But from a much greater perspective, I'd like people to start thinking about what can I do to, re to build my body up so that I don't get injured in the first place and so that this injury not only heals itself, but I don't get injured somewhere else? And how many times, Richard, have we seen where, when people come with this idea that they want to compartmentalize their issue? They want to say, I've, I've torn my rotator cuff. I need to know the exercises that are going to heal my rotator cuff. And you show them and they do it and the injury heals. And then a couple of months later, they've injured their forearms or their elbow mm. or they've injured their knee or they've injured their hip because the system as a whole is weak. And that's just the one place where the first injury develops. Yeah, or the whole um, mentality behind training is incorrect or not ready for um, the load that's placed on the body. Yeah. Like we've talked about this many topics, you know, understanding load management um understanding the difference between training and competition you know it's not just um uh what you were saying but it's it's how you approach the exercise as yeah. well yeah um yeah how you train now we um the people i think people in general need to have a better understanding of the way the body works and and, and what goes on and the thing is that we are genetically, we are not designed to live much past 35. And you can see that. And, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm quoting mm. Dr. Ross Walker, one of the leading cardiologists in Australia and arguably the world, um, because we went and saw him um, a couple of weeks ago to connect with him. He's a friend of Yanni's. He's a fascinating man. He's, he's so knowledgeable. He's, a, he's published author. I think he's writing his fifth book now, which is about um, how to heal with health rather than medicine. He's, a, he's an amazing guy. And, it, and these, this is what he was saying to us when we were talking to him. He said, 
Humans aren't designed to live past the age of 35. Look at what goes on in the body. Up until the age of 30, we are continually getting stronger, getting faster, getting more robust, more powerful. And then from the age of 30, that starts to slow down. And from the age of 35, it starts to go backwards. Mm. So go back 10,000 years and you think about what the average life of a human being was. We were hunter-gatherers, okay? At, from the age of about 11 or 12, a woman got her period and within about a year she was pregnant and having a child. The grandmother, who was about 21 or 22, would help the mother, who was about 13 or 14, raise the child and they would raise them in a tribe. And the men would go and hunt and they were very active. They were, their lives were around hunting, hunting and gathering, huntering, <laughs> I was going to say. And then uh, natural selection as they got older would have, you know, knocked them off. Or as their bodies started to deteriorate, they died from colds and just basic viruses that their bodies just couldn't fight off for whatever reason, just because they were getting older. Now, through medical science, through hygiene, through learning how to um, wash our hands, learning how to overcome um, you know, bacterial infections with antibiotics and things. We've extend our life, extended our life expectancy far beyond 35. But the problem is we haven't really grasped what we have to do to make sure that those potential 50, 60 or 70 years that we have beyond 35 are well lived. And, and, and that, we, that we can move well, like just fucking move, just be able to actually get around and yep. climb stairs and do things like that. And so we as fitness professionals and, and as people who do this podcast and have these social groups where we help, help people, we get asked by people all the time that are over that age of 35, it's that magic number, people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, asking us, how do I fix this problem in my shoulder? How do I fix this? How do I fix that? Mm. And what, what I really want people to get out of this show is to understand that what you should be doing is looking at the body as a system and understanding that you are, if you're over 35, you're beating the biological clock and you need to understand that, you know, we live in a world where ripe old age is now a given for most people. You know, as long as you don't smoke, as long as you don't abuse your body and just eat shit food all the time, it's very likely that you're going to live past up to 55. And if you don't have a family history of heart disease, then it's very likely that you're going to live well beyond 55. So what's that quality of life going to be like? And one thing that we all need to do is to understand the way that our body ages and the way that we lose muscle, lose muscle mass, lose strength, and what that does to increase our risk of injury. Yeah, I, um, I kind of like to think of it like people think of their health or their physical health like um, patching a hole in a tire. Like when this injury comes along, oh, I'm just gonna patch it with like a Band-Aid or something, you know, but they don't think about actually improving, um, I guess the outer layer of the tire to, to begin with, you know. Uh, maybe a tire is a bad example, but do, do you know what I, I mean, Rad? Like when yeah. Yeah. it's about fixing the problem when it, it arises with something very specific rather than taking care of the issue before it happens through, you know, a structured program, a strength, a structured um, strength training program that's very balanced 
um, where you can assess on a weekly basis, monthly basis, how you're going and, um, and have it more of a lifestyle um, intervention than just something that happens on, on at that moment when you hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, it, it, it's an unfortunate thing because, you know, we, we see it all the time. Like it, it almost seems, um, it almost seems unfair, right? Like, like why should this stuff be happening to me? You know, I didn't, I'm not doing anything different than I did when I was younger. And that's the problem. Yeah. When you were younger, your body was designed to do this stuff on its own. Mm-hmm. You know, like we build muscle naturally. It just, it, it just grows on its own as we age up to 30. It just happens. Yeah. We don't have to do anything about it, you know, which is why people in their 30s and 40s and 50s especially, but I mean, people in their 50s, they always laugh and talk about how what happens, the difference in your 40s. But people that get into their 40s, you know, I experience it myself. I'm like, I just can't believe how um, um, more often I've been getting injured lately and what I have to do to go through it. So what's the answer? What's the solution? The solution is make yourself strong, flexible and fit. So this is exactly why we created the UMS. It's the baseline for everything. You know, it's, you shouldn't, I mean, there's, there's going to be a time and place. I'm going to go back to my disclaimer. If you're injured, go and see a specialist, a professional, go and see a, a physiotherapist, get a diagnosis, get a basic strategy to come out of it, work with somebody face to face. But look at your whole body and look at the rest of your life because, you know, it, as your body starts to deteriorate, if you're starting to experience injury, then I guarantee you, if you don't do something about becoming stronger, it's gonna get worse. And right now in our gym, my beautiful dad and stepmom have just started exercising again after five years of not doing it. And five years ago, my dad was 68. And back then, he was experiencing some sciatica pain and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And we were trying to tell him everything that I'm saying to you now. He kept asking us, what's the exercises I need to do for sciatica? And we kept saying, there are no exercises for sciatica. You just need to be strong and robust. Your body needs to be strong. And he just kept saying, oh, it's too hard. It's too hard. It's not for me. And five years later, he's come to the point of desperation. And this is the thing. This is my closing thought for this. If you're thinking to yourself that exercise is too hard for you, that it's too hard for you to go to the gym, it's too hard for you to start a program like the UMS, the only reason why it's too hard for you is because you're not desperate. You're not desperate right now. Like you think about the the person in the um, the person who's thirsty, but their plumbing's not working, and they know that plumbing at their friend's place down the street is working. Oh, I can't be bothered. But if you were, if you hadn't drunk water for three days, you wouldn't just go down the street for water. You'd drag yourself across a desert for a, for a glass of water. So it's, it, it's just, you're not at the point of desperation yet. But when you're at that point of desperation, it's a really sad place to be. And it's really, un, it's really sad for me to, to see that within people because we see it all the time, hey, Richie? We see mm. people that are desperate, man. They are desperate to fix their bodies and you just think fuck if you had have just acted on this when the signs were starting to show when the cracks were starting to form rather than when the system broke down you wouldn't be here you wouldn't be desperate yeah 
It's the old stitch in time saves nine, right? The longer you wait, the worse it gets, you know, like with yeah. like exactly what you're saying, with aging, muscle loss, you put weight on, it just becomes a whole lot more difficult to actually fix these um, problems that you have in the body and, 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 and get going because you've now got more weight to carry, yep. less muscle to move that weight. Yep. Um, and you're you're probably less coordinated than you used to be because you just simply aren't practicing coordination. You're not practicing yep. these skills, movement in general. So it just becomes a, a huge, a, a more large boulder to move later on in life. Yep. So, yeah. Man, I, I remember there was this great meme that uh, that I saw at one of Tony Bataji's workshops a while ago. He put it up on the screen. And it was a doctor talking to a patient. And the, the caption was, so what fits your busy schedule better, exercising for an hour a day or being dead 24 hours a day? <laughs> and that's a, we were talking about heart disease and, and you know, God knows what else. But the, the symbolism of that is, is so relevant, you know? Like what fits your busy schedule more, exercising for an hour a day or being in and out of, you know, chiropractic and physio every week and needing a... a you know, help to get up and down a flight of stairs. Like, yeah, anyway, look, guys, if you don't know where to start, um, grab the free trial of our UMS online coaching. Give it a go because that program is designed to fix this exact problem. It's designed for everybody, no matter what your goals are, to make you strong, flexible, and fit. And it works. And you can have a one month free trial if you click the link in the description. For those people that did have like specific injury related questions, um, what I might do is I might tag Phil in those comments so that he can sort of give you a little bit more of a specific answer to those. We'll do the best that we can do because we do save our specific uh, coaching for our UMS online coaching tribe. Unfortunately, we've only got so much time in a day. So we'll do the best that we can. But um, yeah, the specific answers come within 24 hours in our UMS online coaching tribe. Anyway, thanks everyone. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll see you next week. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.